Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at the first issue of the Topps Comics series. So, this one is titled, Not to be Opened Until Christmas. It was written by Stefan Petuccia and penciled by Charles Adlard. The editor was Jim Salakrup, who was also the editor-in-chief of the Topps Comics series. Topps was a collectibles company that I knew mainly as a trading card company, but they eventually got into comics with the 90s boom. And a lot of those comics were licensed properties. And this was one of their property licenses. So in this story, uh, begins in a church with a man confessing to having stolen a prophecy. It is based on the Fatima prophecies. So a nun gave three prophecies to three children. Two of them had already come true, and the third was unrevealed. It was sealed and opened in 1960, read by the Pope, who said it was not of his time and refused to discuss it. And this was one of the men who stole it from the Vatican. He ended up committing suicide, jumping through a stained glass window. By the time Mulder and Scully get there, there's the smell of roses coming from his wounds. The man's heart was audible through the confessional booth before his death, and rigor mortis had not set in. So the priest and the followers felt that this man was touched by God and refused to let Mulder and Scully near the body and drove them away. They do continue the investigation, encountering someone that they call Mr. Newton, who is trading in some plutonium to get his hands on this prophecy and ends up in custody. So it is a decent first outing. Now, I say decent. The writing is there. This feels like an X-Files. It's got those themes. The action primarily takes place in Brooklyn, but there are scenes in the Vatican that are relevant to the story and which they couldn't necessarily or easily do on television due to the budgetary constraints. So Petuccia does have a good grasp of it. Charles Adlard is not the best penciler. Reading the pages, I wonder if they didn't have likeness rights for Mulder and Scully. At least that's a thought that crossed my mind because they do seem off model and he doesn't seem to just be drawing the actors, but rather people similar to those actors. And yet they've got their photos on the covers. So maybe they didn't have likeness rights for the original artwork or for the interior artwork, I should say, but the cover art they did as a marketing push. So I don't know if Adlard was off-model by choice or not. That could be a legal issue because you can't draw a particular actor without sending that actor a check. So given where Topps was at the time, and yeah, the comics boom was in progress, but people were starting to see signs that the bubble was going to burst. For context, this has a cover date of January 1995. So over at Marvel, we were in the height of the Clone Saga. DC was dealing with the death and return of Superman. So this was kind of peak for comic book sales numbers. Although the comic book creativity doesn't necessarily correlate to sales, I find. So ultimately, it is an entertaining story. 
And while we do get a single scene with the cigarette smoking man and with Skinner, there are scenes coming up or are issues coming up that reuse some of these characters. Uh, these comics can be found in the X-Files Classics collections, which were reprinted in recent years. So if you're interested, that's probably the easiest legal way to get your hands on them. And yeah, while it's it's fine, it doesn't really blow me away. It's been a while since I read the first volume. I actually set it aside while doing the podcast when I decided that I would be coming back to the comics after completing the series. So I didn't get too much further than this when I was reading the classic collections. But I do know that some of the characters we see here, we will see again. In terms of the overall continuity, the most recent broadcast episode of the X-Files was Firewalker. So that gives you an idea of where this fits in the timeline following immediately after the Ground Zero novel. In any event, that is all we have to say about not to be opened until Xmas. In our next episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, we will be looking at the second issue of the Topps Comics series, The Dismembrance of Things Past. So join us for that next time, and thank you for listening.